Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jay Cross, how did you learn to play guitar? Um, I bought a uh, Offspring Americana tab book. Okay. And um, did you pay the man? I. That's a good. That's one of the songs. It, I could never play that song. It is. It's it, quite hard. That one. Do you want to be pretty fly for a white guy? That's the only thing I've ever wanted. Walla walla. Well, one style of guitar playing that you could learn at Guitar Tricks is Americana. You could learn to play some Americana. Guitarnerds.net forward slash guitar tricks is your home uh, to learn how to play guitar, basically. We've teamed up with Guitar Tricks, who are offering a 14-day free trial of their service. Um, There's basically everything on there from real beginners courses through intermediate, through expert, video tutorials, written stuff, um, a whole package to basically either get you started on playing guitar but if you listen to this you probably already started if you want to reach the next level guitarnerds.net forward slash guitar tricks um, and you can think of more offspring puns uh, the kids aren't alright but if they were better guitar players maybe the kids would be alright and na 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 hey 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 why don't you get a job guitarnerds.net forward slash guitar tricks hello and welcome to the guitar nerds podcast i'm your host mark packham joined this evening by matt knight good evening and jay cross hello mark the boys are back in town. Well, not all of us. Joe is really ill. The good ones are. Did he catch did. your gallbladder? He did. So for, did he um, catch it? For anyone who uh, has not listened for the last few weeks, I've been out. Last couple of weeks, I had my gallbladder removed. Um, so I'm feeling good. Feeling good to be back on the podcast. Yes. Um, but in the meantime, Joe Branton has caught some sort of super lurgy and he is now out sick so he even said to us he wasn't even he wasn't even out for my birthday he wasn't even out drinking for my birthday so 
you know, it's well, not booze I mean, related. more than that, he even said that he's going to knock booze on the head for a while. I mean, I never. I, firstly, I don't believe him. No. But secondly, I didn't think I'd see the day when Joe Branton was considering jacking in the booze. Yeah. Because he loves the booze. He does. I don't know if you know, if you've listened to this podcast a few times, you may know Joe Branton bloody loves the booze. And uh, yeah, he's uh, he's off the booze because he's ill. Um, so it feels good to be back doing a podcast, but I've kind of forgotten how we do these things. And this is how we do it. We should also say that um, we because of some computer stuff that's happened, we've had to switch a few things around. So if you're watching live on YouTube, um, hopefully the stream is going okay. Uh, if it's not, let us know in the chat. Jay's going to be in the chat hanging out there all podcast. Um, hopefully for people listening on the Catch Up podcast, we won't have too many problems. Matt Knight is there in glorious audio technicolor um and uh yeah hopefully we're all good lots to talk about lots to catch up on but um matt knight how was your um your 30th birthday it was it was brilliant we we played a mini golf and had a curry and then i stayed up till four in the morning drinking booze and that's like proper branton that's later uh, than i've stayed up for years <laughs> yeah and then uh, and then that's it that was my last hurrah while I enter the last six weeks of uh, marathon training. So, seven, ah. weeks, seven weeks to go. So, like yeah. Branton and myself, are you off the booze? I will be, yeah. So, it's going to be a fun weekend recording videos where we have... Uh, it just Jay's going to have to... Vegan ba- snacks and uh, tea. Jay's going to basically have to drink all of the booze for everyone else. Okay. We're getting together this weekend to record a load of... Feel ped- right. We will get together and feel all right. But also, um, we are filming a load of Pedal of the Week videos. And um, we'll probably do some other guitar nerdy type stuff, I would imagine. Like what? I don't know. Hang out. Talk hang about out. pedals. Maybe we could do some live streaming. I'd be up for that. Um, yeah, this is... watch some wrestling? Mark, you love wrestling. Let's watch wrestling. Do you know what? I was telling Jay earlier that I watched the episode of WC... Well, the last ever episode of WCW Monday Nitro and also the episode of Monday Night Raw that they broadcast on the same night. So not only did I watch two episodes of fairly rubbish 90s wrestling, but there were parts in it that were on both shows and I watched them both and I don't know why I did this. So, anyway. What you want to do... you got WCW versus NWO Revenge on oh, it's the, the it's N64? It's 100% the best it's... computer game ever made. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Anyway, so this is the sort That's of stuff you've missed with me being out for two weeks. But, Matt, what have you been doing up to the last couple of weeks? Have been playing much guitar? I have been playing a bit of guitar, yes. Uh, work has been fairly busy, so that's been taking up a lot of my time. And I've taken on a second instagram uh account so what? i'm currently now doing boss instagram so <laughs> i can now rid the guitar nerds instagram of too much boss stuff and post other stuff now and uh, i can like save all my boss related podcast uh instagrams to the boss instagram page i can't so, believe you're cheating on us with the boss instagram account how dare you I just, you know, I just love stuff so much, guitar stuff so much. Just love. So it's good. Good, good. Um, how about um playing um, stuff? I know you've been you've been streaming on the Facebook group uh, loads with. Yeah, we've been. Well, we've been talking about doing more live streams and more videos, and more sort of audio stuff. So I'm trying to currently work out the best way to Facebook Live. So we've bought a new, well, I've bought a new webcam through Guitar Nerd. So hopefully you'll be able to 
use that for Facebook Live and then have proper audio coming in from uh, Hughes and Kettner in the red box. So actually the guitar signal coming through will be really nice. We'll have proper mic. So yeah, hopefully we'll be able to do some once a week sort of live Q&A. I think I thought it might be quite good. That's going to be yes, going to be cool. So um, yeah, in the Facebook group, I think uh, you've been showing off the ungiggable rig. I noticed that like the video you did earlier. Firstly, two things about it: your guitar rig is now utterly ridiculous. Um, yes, because of all the rack stuff that you've got going on. But secondly, you need to turn the phone round because it was like the wrong way round, basically. Yeah, I know because I wanted to do it on the side because obviously I thought it'd get a better thing but the facebook audio or the facebook video doesn't twist it doesn't go with the thing so maybe it's just my phone i don't know yeah 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 uh, but yeah new but, webcam coming uh, soon so some some interesting stuff going on with uh yeah, with that I, the other thing we should I talk my space echo is broken but it was actually just a faulty lead which is the first faulty lead i've had in about five years well well if a cable company wants to sponsor us and uh, send you some free cables in return for a bit <laughs> of a uh, bit of plugging let's uh see what we can oh, uh so we can oh, yeah. hook up. Um, I also I noticed that um, you've been the quest for the Dan Electro food pedals has continued in my absence. Um, have you added something new to that yet, or have you got a couple of bits lined up? I before I went to America, I bought the French toast, which is one <laughs> of the more difficult ones to get hold of. The octave fuzz, um, and I finally got a chance to plug it in uh, on Friday. Is it Friday? Yeah, Friday, and it sounds absolutely wicked. Wow. And honestly, I, I'm certain if I put that in a box and hand-painted the box with a funky graphic and gave it a weird name, I could sell it for £250. How um, how much do these... It's ped- one of those pedals. It just sounds great. I think I paid £25 for it. What we need to do is buy up all of them in the world, like that guy that wants to buy every VHS copy of Speed, and we'll, and we'll just put them into some nice proper die-cast housings, and then, what, millionaires? Something like that? Is that yeah, how it works? Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then you linked me into a Facebook uh, sort of selling page with a guy selling four, or well, five, but four of the ones I need. And then someone else linked me on Facebook with another one. But that's like another hundred quid's worth of stuff. So I think I might have to pick and choose the the rarer ones first. Nah, man. Just buy them all. Yeah. Just buy them all. Just buy them all. Because there's some that come up all the time. And then there's some that come up never. Um and he's got a couple of the ones that don't ever come up. However, the guy on Facebook only really wants to trade them for other pedals, so which is slightly annoying. You've got some stuff you can it's get like, rid of, though, right? No, I've sort of, I've sort of got nothing left. Just the food pedals. Everything that's I've it. Got is on my uh, just yeah, which I'm sure at one point will probably come in real handy, maybe for some future guitar nerds videos. Oh, I think yeah, definitely. We were talking about this earlier, like the food. Uh, series, we could definitely, definitely do a. You know, if like if you had it's the complete <laughs> man versus food pedal, man, man versus, versus food electro pedals. food pedals, definitely. <laughs> um, if you had the whole collection, Matt, we could definitely do some video stuff on that. If you don't have the full collection, we can't do videos on it. Sorry, it needs well, to be we, complete. We'll put, it all on, um, we'll put it all on one pedal board. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's the one that I've realized. That realized I missed on. I list out the ones I was missing, and one of them I forgot was the French fries auto wire, uh, <laughs> and I only f- and I completely forgot about it until I saw one on eBay, and someone wants like eighty quid for it. I was like, "Yeah, definitely not worth that much right now, mate." We but we have the, to do this video. You need to get back, them all. You know the the talkback that they had for a while, and they had the slightly bigger ones. There was the Cool Cat chorus, 
the Daddio Overdrive, uh, the Fab Tone Distortion, um, and then yeah, they had the Talkback, which was the Reverse Delay and the Sitar Swami. The Talkback Delay goes for an average of two hundred quid on eBay. Why? I don't remember it being that good. And actually, the Psycho Flange, which I remember when I was at GAC trying to sell five of them on like our bargain bucket for like a tenner each at one point and now they're just going for silly money i don't know whether it's just more people like me who are just like oh yeah i remember those pedals just probably buy them or whether they actually generally sounded really good and we just didn't realize at the time just fools basically yeah could well be could yeah. well be yeah yeah well matt i do continue on your quest if you're um if you listen <laughs> to this podcast and you don't know about matt's obsession with the food pedals and maybe you've got the ones that he needs matt do you want to list off the the four or five that you need Oh, uh, go to Jay and then I'll list them off in a minute because I'm, I'm going to have to go back to my list. See, I, I think it's dangerous, up. mate, telling people what he needs. Because he's driving the price it's up. It's going to hold people to ransom over it. That's true. That's what I'd do. Yeah, yeah, totally. Matt, find the list, tell us what you need and we'll see if any listeners can help you out. James Cross. Hi, Mark. I'm going to pretend that I haven't seen you for two weeks, even though I've seen you all the time, well, a lot. What have you yeah. been up to for two weeks? Um, I went and recorded... I haven't spoken to you on the podcast since I recorded. Yeah. I did tell the podcast listeners that I recorded, though. Did it go well? It did. It went very well, yeah. Um, and um, as I said last week, actually, um, Dan Grace, friend of the podcast, Dan Grace, me and he and me and him have started a band together. And uh, we used his incredible Telecaster into a JCM 800. And it was honestly one of the best guitar sounds I've ever heard. Yeah, I bet. It was it was it sounded absolutely phenomenal. Um so yeah, that was really cool. It was I was really worried because I haven't played I've in all the bands that I've been in pretty much in all the bands that I've been in that have recorded in like the last well since 2010, I've only ever sung. So I was really worried about actually playing like actually having to get it right. Yeah. And it was good. It was really fun. Like really cool. Recording's fun, isn't yeah. it? Is, I never, I, I'm, I never enjoyed it. I'm sure I never enjoyed it, but maybe it's now that I know more about stuff. Because in 2010, I didn't really like stuff, and now I quite like stuff. But uh, there's also, I think, an element of getting older. Like the more, the older I get, the more I look forward to recording, and the less I look forward to doing gigs. Like I don't. Really, I still enjoy doing gigs. Like, one or two a year for me. That's more than enough. Right. Um, recording, I do. I'd try and do two albums a year if I could. That'd be excellent. I don't think anybody likes your band that much. No, I mean, but for my own pleasure, I like right. record, recording way more than I like gigging. And yeah. to be honest, like if you do loads of gigs in a year, it probably ends up costing you. Oh yeah, of course. About yeah. what recording an album costs. Yeah, if, if you're I've, a punk band. Yeah, I've no doubt. Yeah, recording a album costs like 400 quid or whatever yeah so yeah so i'd much rather do a load of recording than i right. would do gigs but yeah it was it was really fun and we have got like a little bit of time before we can go back and finish it so uh yeah just gonna try and write some more songs it's really fun being in a band it is sort of forgot it's it really is quite fun. Good fun i um i ended up doing a load of recording yesterday um yeah. I basically so as we talked about earlier like i went on the beginning or the end of last month went and had my gallbladder out which means like basically out of action for doing anything for at least a week uh, and then after that you're kind of still a bit sore and stuff so it was a kind of over it was like 10 days or something and I hadn't played guitar um, and then sort of picked it back up and started playing and then yesterday um, 
did some recording for the first time in ages. Yeah. Recording some demos at home with um, the the guitarist in my band. Um, and he brought over a laptop and we just set up for doing some stuff at home. And the, the sound that I got was absolutely incredible. One of my favourite ever recording things that we've ever done. It was just like, a you know, record some demos at home. Um, so we used... The two-note stuff that we've got, so the torpedo cab, which is the cab simulator, yeah, that um, we use for the for the uh, pedal of the week, for the pedal of the week, yeah, yeah. using do. the patch actually that Matt set up, which is just now called Guitar Nerd on there, um, which is an awesome-sounding cab, um, and the uh, two notes Leclean preamp, which is their separate preamp uh, pedal, which sounds really good, valve-driven, um, two-channel and stuff, but just use the clean channel on that. So running it just like a clean amp, basically. I think we were using like a Marshall cab. Matt, can you remember what that preset consisted of on the torpedo cab? I think it was a silver Jubilee cab, greenback speakers, and I think I put an KT66 preamp in there, or power amp, if I remember rightly. So like a Marshall uh, Jubilee basically or a Marshall Major rather like the big 200 watt yeah, yeah. Marshall head and the, the key thing so I basically was just using the um, LeClean as like a completely clean preamp yeah um, before that though um, was using the Pedal Pal Effects JCM 800 emulator um, which is something that we spoke about we've done a Pedal of the Week video on it on the YouTube channel go and, um, go and check that out that's, that's, good. that's been and gone isn't it it has come out yeah it's been and gone yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's um, we talked about that a little bit there we talked about it on the Gear of the Year as well and it didn't make it into our final list but I think if I had done this recording before Gear of the Year I would have like seriously fought for it to be on the list because man that guitar sound I had yesterday was so good so good and it was just like classic 800 sounds, but not miking up, just using, you know, some a load of digital stuff and that clean preamp um, and the, the JCM 800 um, thing with my junior. Sounded so good. I was thinking recently, one of the things we should maybe think about doing is like going back to videos that we've done and like revisiting the pedals to be like you know how like every year we do when we do gear of the year we go but one of the categories is 2000 this year's gear of last year go back over maybe we should go back and be like because there's if ever you look at i mean look at any one of the videos that we do there will be someone complaining that we didn't do something correctly yeah of course which is you know the inherent nature of the internet but maybe we should be like okay let's have another look at this do, yeah, a little follow-up video. I was thinking about this actually. So the um, the webcam that we use here for uh, for the the podcast, um, I think I'm going to try and take that home and do some live streaming from home this week. Yeah. Um, and at home, I've got three pedals that all essentially do the same job, um, just because they've ended up being at here rather than at home, rather than on this display here behind us for those watching on the video. Um, I've got the uh, golden brownie. Which is the X5? Yeah, which is eight hundred in a box. Probably our favourite pedal for under. Yep, under a hundred quid. Under, yeah, under fifty. I think. Yeah, they're, they're like, forty nine, are they? I thought. Uh, no, maybe they're like sixty nine quid, something like that. Super cheap. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got the Golden Brownie. I've got the Ramble Drive. Um, no, the uh, Ramble Effects Marvel, Marvel Drive. Drive Three, and I've got this uh, Pedal Power. So they're all eight hundred emulators. Yeah. Um, so I might try and set something up this week where I just line those up and go through similar sounds. Yeah. 
on each one um, and get people to talk about kind of what they like. Yeah. Um, so that might be, I might either do that to the Facebook group or the YouTube channel at some point this week and cool. just like Exciting. test some stuff. Very basically. fun. Yeah, yeah. The other thing um, that happened while I was away, this happened last night actually, I had a dream about getting an SG Junior and now I want to buy an SG Junior. Do you know anyone? Do you, do you know anyone who? Do you know anyone who had a uh, an SG Junior? Do you know anyone who had like a really cool? I don't. SG, don't. Do, you, do you know anyone who had a really cool, really old SG Junior? I, I don't. I don't. Matt, do you know anyone? I do. Although it, it was cool, but ultimately, it, it was what? I've honestly, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't the best. I've, it's what I've always said about all the vintage guitars I've ever bought. Just like they're great to start with, and then they kind of don't in ever fairness, keep up with modern in, guitars. In fairness, you have had a mixture of vintage guitars. That telly that you bought, you bought a seventy-two telly, seventy-two standard, which you traded <clears throat> your Esquire for, and you asked me what you should do, and I told you not to do it. And you did it anyway, and then that seventy-two was a hound. Yeah, yeah. But and I mean, the, what I did tell you to I do suppose... was not sell the SG. <laughs> no, but I, I actually, to be honest, at the, at the end of the day, I didn't get on with it. Yeah, fair enough. To be honest, every time I plugged it in, I was like, mm, it was de- in desperate need of a refret because the frets were so low, and I was like, I don't really want to refret this, um, and I was like. With the pink Les Paul, so to be honest, I think it was a fair trade-off for me. Owned by Ray Davies, wasn't it? Your uh, SG? It came from his studio, yeah. Man, that was basically exactly the guitar that I sort of dreamt about, and now I really want a uh, two-pick-up SG Junior. No, one pick-up. Um, there's quite a few of them around, like vintage ones, but also the one to look out for is, didn't Gibson do a reissue one in like 2006? The single pickup they one. They did those. Yeah, yeah. They did they, those reissues, didn't they? That was way, uh, uh, way later than uh, two thousand six. It was like two thousand ten or two thousand eleven or something. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember, but they they were they were pretty good. They were only about six hundred quid. Yeah, I, I kind of want a vintage one though. Oh yeah, you're right. Two thousand late two thousand ten, early two thousand eleven. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want a vintage one though, and. Uh, those I think those ones just won't cut it. Like now I've had this dream about this guitar. I just really want to buy one. Like a proper like cherry, like worn cherry, like really faded two pickup SG Junior with like a real slim neck. Like that's I, for some reason I've just got it into my head that that's what I want. So I'm gonna look be on the lookout. I mean there's no way that I can buy one now. Um, but if anyone knows of one going, uh, I'd like to I'd like to see it. Just talk to me about it. I think it'd be be cool. Should we um should we dive in some news? Yes. You have to do it. Branson's not here. News. No, do the voice. Sorry. News. Is that is that all we're gonna get? Is that no I can uh I can Come on, think but just take in the spirit channel, of Branton. Channel my inner Branton. Yeah. News. No, that's not good enough. <clears throat> Come on, I've been away for two weeks. <clears throat> I've missed the news jingle. <clears throat> I don't know if my voice goes that low. He's very low and I'm very high. Maybe this is why he's ill. Maybe like... <laughs> it takes so much effort. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you ready? You ready? No. No. Lower. Not... 
No, that's too low. No, that's about right. Really? Yeah. No. There's no power. Like you're really <laughs> struggling to go that low. <laughs> News. That was much higher. <laughs> this is all work. I know. News. That's good. I'm happy with that. Okay. That'll do. That'll do. Wow. wow. I need so, a drink. No wonder he's pissed all the time. He's, yeah, he has to. Just got to just whiskey to basically get that voice. So, um, first up, Electroharmonics, um, fresh off the back of Nam and releasing two uh, corking pedals, um, have announced something else. The uh, Canyon Delay Looper. Is that right, Matt? Yeah. But it, uh, this, like, totally came out of the blue. Like, no one talked about it at Nam, And then they were like, it's almost like someone forgot to deliver it to the stand and then... They were like, oh, oh, we've got one more. Well, they were just showing you just as everyone was walking out the door on Sunday. Um, but then Electroharmonics just have a do that. They just kind of go, oh, yeah, we've sort of made this other thing. Um, and it, it looks good. But, it, I mean, as Jay said when we put it up in the Facebook group, it does look a little bit like a TC Electronic flashback. Yeah. Um, so, basically, a multi-mode digital delay uh, four controls, uh, level repeat, and uh, I think is it tone on the other one. Mm-hmm. Then you've got yeah eleven different digital modes, to five millisecond tap tempo, which I thought was quite cool using the built-in foot switch. So not the same way that the TC one works. I think it just goes into a tap mode, uh, true bypass or buffered. And apparently there's uh, a load of second parameters on every mode as well, which I thought was quite cool. So the three uh, main controls double up as secondary controls for some other effects. Uh, Looper, 60-second looper. Shimmer. um, Octave delay, which I thought was really nice because that's a feature they've brought in from the Epitome? What was their multi-one called? Epitome. Yeah, Epitome, yeah. Yeah, it had like yeah, it had a pog, it had a memory man in it, and it had something else, and that had this cool like octave feature that was sort of hidden, um, that puts octaves only on the repeats, which I thought was quite good. Um, digital delay, modulation delay. Obviously, they've taken a lot of sounds from the deluxe memory man, um, and then sample and hold, which is like a crazy, sort of weird glitchy looper, which I thought was really nice. Um, but for the money. Well, I'd imagine they're probably not going to be much money. Um, I think it's probably going to be a good one because Electroharmonics don't have a habit of releasing super expensive pedals. And I don't think they've actually announced a proper price for this yet, but I doubt it's going to be over 120 quid. Yeah, it seems to be the way with Electroharmonics. You know, they come in, they swoop in with an exciting effect. Uh, and then, yeah, we hear uh, we hear a price later and it's like, oh, wow, it's like 80 quid or 50 quid or whatever. And it just blows only, um, everything else the away. The thing is only weird thing with electroharmonics is they have a habit of um because the guy they get to see the videos makes everything sound amazing and i think loads of people rush out and buy it and then you see loads of them second hand not so long afterwards because people are like oh yeah i still got really excited and bought it straight away and it actually doesn't sound as good as i'd hoped um so i don't know they yeah i think they're always 50 50 on their uh on their pedals sometimes they can be really really good and sometimes they can be a bit naff I just realised that I uh, made a, did a massive lie earlier in that I said that all I used for recording was the JCM800 
uh, pedal power effects pedal uh, yeah. and the two notes bits I actually also used uh, not only the Dunlop Echoplex in the front end because as we know that makes everything yes, make sound way better um, but the Soul Food Electronic Soul Food and kind of debated having that on or off and it sounded way better with it on um, I think the pedal that we've kind of swung back on like we liked it then we didn't like it and now I've swung all the way back and I'm like actually if you use it in conjunction with other stuff if you like stack things from that it sounds really good so what did you do just roll the volume up turn the gain down and just use it just all on all the time in front of the exactly yeah yeah just used it like a sort of like pedal power yeah totally um, yeah used it like a, a boost into the pedal power cool. it sounded really good yeah really good really good um let's do some more news let's do um the joyo jam buddy now this is uh already a contender for weirdest gear i think matt do you want to give us the details yeah i mean i had to read the kind of review a couple of times and then look at it and go i'm not really sure what it does and then i was like oh and it's it's it is definitely weird it's basically a guitar amp i suppose is the easiest way to put it with an inbuilt looper that is to be used ideally directly on the floor so imagine a what's it look like sort of looks like a digitech two button pedal or like the old vox looper so imagine like a sort of square and then it's got a speaker bar at the top with two uh, four watt speakers on it and then which are about two inches so it's, they're quite small speakers then a two channel um solid state amp built into it with bluetooth um so you can then record and use effects at the same time with an inbuilt rechargeable battery with a three hour battery life it's so uh, <laughs> do you think they're aiming this at like <laughs> buskers is that the whole point like no i think they're aiming this at kids or people who are kind of just messing around at home but actually a lot of the joyo stuff i mean they do a lot of products and it's kind of a bit like uh mua and hotone and tone city where they've got some ones that are like absolute classics they're like such good value for money and then they've got some that are kind of a bit so so and obviously they do the little amps same thing some of them are really nice some of them are okay and i'm assuming they've taken the same sort of tech and then sort of put it into this so you've got basically one button does clean or drive and then one does drive mode which is classic or high gain and then yeah you can basically bluetooth and i think bluetooth effectively allows for audio yeah so you can basically play backing tracks via bluetooth i just there's no auxiliary input i just don't know what the audience for this is like it's sort of like everything in a box do you know what it reminds me of a little bit do you remember that tascam cd amplifier um, <laughs> um, so what was it called the CD1000 or something uh, CD GTR100 I think or something like that Tascam so, CD amp because the Tascam I first started working in a store we saw one of those like every day Oh, the, they were like the, such a ridiculously popular product. No, so that was like the CD trainer, right? But I'm thinking about the the amplifier that had the CD player yeah, built had, into which it. Which had the same the same tech, but it had a CD player built into it. Uh, the the GA30 CD, and I think they did a hundred as well. So this was a hundred watt, or, or massive, a thirty watt or a hundred watt amp, like 
112 or 212 that had a CD player built in that also had the um, CD trainer technology where you could slow the uh, tempo down without changing the pitch or the other way round. Um, that's kind of what this Joyo product like reminds me of. It's like, here's a thing that doesn't need to exist but it's got all the well, stuff in it. It's got Bluetooth, it's got effects, it's got speakers, it's got a looper, it's a pedal. Have all this stuff and put it in I a box. I just kind of think... I kind of think they've gone, oh, you know what sells a lo- loads? Black, Black Star Fly 3. Yeah. It's like, can we build the same thing? Because it's basically, looking at it, the only effect is actually delay. It's got more control than the Fly 3, but then you've obviously got two different drive modes. So I'm wondering if they're kind of going for that small... I want to say desktop, but the thing is, it's, it's not. It's on the floor, and with two... I just, I can imagine by the sound the time hits your ears, it's going to be a bit harsh. But I don't know. We'd have we'd have to try it. We could just totally be swayed because the Fly Three, the first time, and um, we've told this story before. But the the rep uh, Drew, who came in from Blackstar, bought the Fly Three, and me and Jay were like, another amp. We have to try and get out when someone wants to demo it. You know, because that was the, always the problem with the Marshall ones. It's like someone always wanted to want to hear it, and we were like, they don't sound very good. They they are a gimmick. They are a toy. They're not really a practice amp. I and used we to, heard the Fly Three, and we're like, it sounds great. I used it's to like, hate working. The time. I used to hate working behind the counter because we'd have you know those amps like lined up like the little Marshall, the little Fender, the orange one as well. Yeah. And none of them sound particularly good. Like out of those three, probably the orange is the best, like the Mini Crush or whatever it's yeah. called. But, but they just—I mean, it's a tiny speaker powered by yeah. batteries that is—you know—they just sound, they just sound pretty bad. And then, yeah, like you say, Matt, and the, it was always a noise to demo them because people are like, oh, I just—I'm thinking about getting a present for someone. Can I try that? It's like, oh, God, it sounds rubbish though. Like, yeah. yeah, but it's small and it's 25 quid. Uh, it's perfect for a present. But the Blackstar obviously is a bit more money than that, but it's an actual real thing. Yeah. So maybe the Joyo's going down the same route as that. But yeah, I why, don't know what the pricing is. I just don't know why it's building... Like, it's got to be 100 quid, isn't it? Why build it into a pedal? That's the weird thing. Like, Yeah, very, very strange. Mm. Very strange. Yeah. Jay Cross, do you want to tell me about the Radial Hot British V9 and the Texas Pro? Yeah, so Radial are one of those companies who we don't really talk a huge amount about because they don't seem to bring... Or maybe it's my imagination, but they don't seem to bring out a huge number of products. And when they do bring out a product... Bring out- well, when they do bring out a product, the product isn't particularly exciting it like they bring out some excellent products and they bring out some excellent products that really tend to like fill a niche like they're great um, they make those great like amp switches they're and very functional the radio products and great DI products and yeah. stuff like that but it's never anything really to write home about well um, and it doesn't help that all their stuff looks exactly well, the same there is that as well but <laughs> so i tell you what these the, these two new pedals that they brought out, I think actually seem pretty interesting. So first of all, there's the I hot mean, they British... They don't look interesting. They don't look interesting, no, granted. But, so first of all, we've got the hot British V9, which, from what I can tell, it sounds exactly what you how you expect it to sound. It's- 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. going to sound like a marshal in a box. Um, you know, and I think, especially at the moment, with all of the... Um, well, I mean, that conversation that we just had, you know, the... Uh, the, the Ramble um, Marvel Drive and the JCM Golden Brownie the Golden Brownie emulator, the emulator Wampler obviously doing stuff there's, you know there's a lot going on there this appears to have a few more sort of tone shaping options you've got um, switches that allow you to change the uh, the colour of the top end and gives you a bit more of a mid boost and this that and the other it looks you know it looks quite interesting I bet it will sound great I don't think it's going to set the world alight it's very functional yeah it really is quite functional you know I'm sure you could drop this from the top of a building and it would continue to work yes Uh, that's what the radial products tend to do because for a long time they made those massive like two three channel boxes yeah Um, I forget what they were called now they had like the classic and they had a little valve in them and they ran on like a special power supply but they sounded great they were basically like having an amp and all the amp controls in 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 one box, basically. Yeah, I think they. So I don't know if these are supposed to be like slimmed down versions. I think of those, they belong. They're like they were three hundred quid, weren't didn't they? Didn't they belong to the Tone Bone series? Yeah, I think Tone, so. No, Tone Bone was the series that came after. Because these, I think there these, was a series before that, like even bigger. These new ones are Tone Bone pedals, um, which is yeah, no, uh, Tone Bone is the the mini size there was another size before that but I can't remember what the actual name was right okay so Jay what's the other one the Texas Pro is it so the Texas Pro actually looks really cool looks really interesting so it's a um, at face value it's like okay fine so it, Texas Pro you know that it's gonna and it, there's a bit of green on there it's gonna be a tube screamer style yep. pedal uh, t- style overdrive um, again, you've got some uh, colour shaping options um, so you can make it sound vintage or modern. That's on one side, the drive side. Then there's also... Can I say, I like the third setting in there is maximum. Is the third setting is maximum. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. So there's vintage, modern and maximum, which I thought was quite cool. Um, but yeah, so the other side is a boost. Um, however, what you've also got with the boost is the ability to kick in an effects loop. 
Okay. So the um, effects loop is uh, is across the top. So it's just sort of standard, uh, standard like you know, send and return, send and return at the top there. And yeah, you can kick in like you can have like a uh, have like a delay pedal or you know maybe another drive pedal or a reverb or chorus something that's gonna like really make your solos I guess just stand out a little bit so you don't have to turn on multiple pedals at once. Yeah, yeah, you just have that on in the effects loop the Absolutely, whole time. Absolutely, yeah. So how do you switch between the boost and the effects loop? No, it's it's the same thing. So when you kick on the boost. It also activates the effects loop. Oh, because the boost has got like a level control the, on it. So I guess you just turn you that all the way turn, down. I don't, don't know if you turn it all the way down, but you probably maybe leave it in the middle. And I guess that would, if you leave it at Unity, that probably won't actually give you any boost. Yeah, yeah. It'll be either one. It'll be either at like 12 o'clock or it'll be or, at, Yeah, uh, or, or 9 o'clock or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I tell you what, this seems really cool. I'm really, I'm really into the idea of that because I can't think... There's not that many drive pedals with an effects loop you sometimes get like like uh preamp pedals that have got yeah. an effects loop and or... more more weird pedals i guess like there's weird like ring modulators and stuff where you can add stuff in the effects yeah, loop sure. and, things and like there that, was but... um there was a actually was it the epitome no what was that um there was one of those electro harmonics that had a uh had an effects loop the um i can't remember one of those oh was it it wasn't like this it wasn't the Soul Pog or the Turnip Greens. Did no, maybe it was the Epitome. It was one of those ones that had like three effects in it. Um, but anyway, it doesn't matter. I, I really like the idea of this. Um, initially, I was like, okay, great, cool, couple of drive pedals, whatever. Um, but this actually seems really interesting, and I'd really like to give it a go because I think that's that is genuinely filling a gap that you know it's could be super useful for someone. Yeah. yeah. I always think it's a shame, actually, because their their products are like dead practical. They don't look amazing, but they do all sound really good. Like all the drives sound so good; they're all really well tuned. All their DI products are great. You just don't see them on many pedal boards, and I think it is that case of they kind of tough to be on loads of people's pedal boards, but practically they're like awesome bits of kit. Yeah, completely. I, actually, a, a point that uh, Lorne has just brought up in the uh, in the YouTube uh, chat is that they kind of um, is that sounds kind of like a Tech Twenty One Deluxe. Yeah, you know, I think Radio and Tech Twenty One are pretty similar companies. At in least, the, like, at least though, Tech Twenty One now have gone. Well, like, they've got okay, a bit of vibe. We going need to, we them. Need to make an AC Thirty sounding pedal. Completely, let's com- make it look like an AC Thirty. Completely, but like compare Tech Twenty One to Radio five years ago. Do you know what I mean? All that the te- all the Tech Twenty One really had going for it was the Sans amp, yeah. and then also the character series, which were never in stock. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, I I really think that what Tech Twenty One have done is they've just gone, okay, let's let's like let's do this properly. I mean, and still you know, not, they brought out all. The, well, no, they're still not the most sexy of products, are they? They're those, not. Um, but I think you know the the Flyrig Fives are you know they're super. I mean, they're super utilitarian. Yeah, but like. They are they're really good sounding products and you know, they're just sort of starting to crawl their way into like sort of public knowledge and I just think radio just need a little bit of branding there. That's what's missing. Yeah. It's yeah. like they, there's it's no one to make it cool. On their website and they've got Hot British and the um Texas Pro, but then they've also got the Regency, the North Star 
and the classic V9, which are other products, or, or what? And I think that's what you say, Jade. A lot of these products are sort of just going under the radar. I think because they've been there longer than a lot of other companies. Yeah. Just not many people are, are using them. I mean, just looking at the website now, they have got they got nine distortion pedals. And if you before we you know before this week, if you'd said name a distortion pedal by radio, I'd have said trick question. Yeah, they don't make any. I've no, you know, most of their most of their product range is is preamps and switches and stuff like that. And but like, they they also do if you just click go to the effects tab, they also do a chorus. A vocoder, I think. Vocaloka is a foot-controlled effects loop that allows the lead vocalist, sax, or trumpet player to incorporate guitar effects pedals into the signal path, just like an electric guitarist adds effects for soloing. That sounds great. Okay, weird. So that's not what I expected. So then they also do the mix blender, which is a multifunction pedal that allows you to mix two instruments or effects together. Then send the combined signal through a mixer-style effects loop for processing. <laughs> Who needs that? So, well, I guess... I mean, Matt, would that allow you to, like, sub a stereo pedal to mono, I guess? That's probably the only way I can think... I don't know, because the one pedal they... they they Or the one box they do that um, I've only been asked about once, and, I managed, and they actually did a solution. This is the thing. They always tend to do stuff that have... That you such like niche solutions but someone wanted to run pedals into two effects loops yeah and usually for two effects loops you'd go out of the you'd go into the send out of the return into the send of the next amp but it means the preamp is running is running twice yeah and they actually make a level splitter that runs one pedal into two preamps and they also do we've talked about it before they do the switchbone yeah the the vt which does two valve amps the ss which does two solid state amps and then the vs which done one valve amp one solid state so you can do two heads into one cap which i think is brilliant with remote switching it means that you've just got a foot pedal on the floor and it's sort of like having a two channel twitching between two separate amps absolutely so they make some mad. great utility products as well yeah, it's uh, you know I think that's kind of what they're known for is the utility stuff. But I just didn't realise how many different preamp pedals they do. Like you say, Jay, they've got nine listed on their site: yeah. distortions and preamps. Just looking a little bit more into it, that appears to just be so. That appears to be all tone bone, which, by the looks of things, is their like guitar orient oriented style of pedals. And then the radial stuff is more like. Um, DIs and stuff like that and then Prima Acoustic which appears to be their acoustic brand I had no idea about this no not at all I, d- I know that they're okay so oh when you say acoustic brand it's like acoustic oh, no, it's treatment like rather acoustics than... yeah, yeah not yeah. acoustic guitars yeah I mean I had no idea I just literally just clicked on it now sorry but um, yeah weird really weird company but great like I'm glad I, I really like Radio they are they, they are a, a really well, I, I guess, yeah, like you say, utilitarian, solid, reliable, just not very sexy. I think, yeah. Um, I think for me, I'd need the radial shotgun, which is the four-channel amp driver, configurable for one, one times four or one times four times mono or two times two stereo, allowing you to run up to four amps at once. Yeah, no, that is fairly new. Or with we, mixable controls. That, ca- that came out a couple of years ago, didn't no, it? No, 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 no. That came out, um, that came out a, couple, a few months ago. We talked about it on the podcast. 
It's um, yeah for those times when you need to plug in four amps. Could you also though, Matty, split each of those four outputs into another one of those pedals? <laughs> run sixteen or amps. Take each one of those outputs and run them into an Akai head rush, and then run each one of those into five amps. Yes. And then run twenty amplifiers. Um, because actually I saw a video on Instagram of someone who got these little old Fender Champs that have got the two inputs yeah and gone guitar into the first one and then patched into the out of one into the input of another and was driving four of these like <laughs> 1950s Fender tweed amps at yes. once I was like what a genius idea yes what I think you need so radio need to do a solution where so you can plug in those ones that go one into four so you do those and then you end up with maybe a couple of hundred um like individual pedals plugged in but then they also offer a solution that goes four into one and then you go back down until you've got a single output and then that goes into an amp so you can have like multiple hundreds of pedals all plugged in at once i think that's the uh that's the way to do it definitely that is definitely so radio if you're listening that's what we need um a couple more bits of news uh, bbe have announced the mini booster grande um bbe not a company we talk about much matt but um tell us about the booster grande yeah well i mean bbe the company that released um they've had the sonic maximizer the secret weapon of many guitarists for probably about 20 years if not longer um and they've been making pedals for a while but i think they're entering the like more normal pedal range because they've done a couple in the past i think they had the soul vibe and things like that but this is them entering like small uh you know mini pedal market basically so 20 db transparent boost the one thing that i like is it's got um uh input impedance which basically means it will take any pickup so active passive any sort of level um because some especially if you've got a fairly low impedance input if you put like active pickups into it for example it just can't take the the power or you know any particular really hot pickups um and the booster kind of like craps out it gets a bit fuzzy so in theory this should be much better for people who are doing much higher gain stuff or people who've got much higher output pickups as well um military spec circuit board for reliability i'm sure it's going to be great you know they they make some pretty rock solid products so yeah that should be good that goes alongside their sonic stomp mini which is actually one i really want to try which is the sonic maximizer in the mini box which i can't remember if we talked about um before or not but that looks like a really really good unit did you ever get a sonic maximizer rack unit i thought that was i your... did you did okay so i did um and it's and it does sound good, but bizarrely enough, the manual says don't you don't ever plug your guitar straight into it because I don't think you get the best out of it if you plug your guitar into it, which is why some of the more recent pedals, I think, are changed for um, in like a pedal format for plugging guitar directly in. This one they recommend actually running in the effects loop of a mixer. So you can like basically do your whole mix or if you're recording guitar, you can do an entire guitar mix. Yeah, I always remember those. Uh, I'm sure we've talked about it before, but Sonic Maximizers, like when I was at uni, like recording audio, and then you think, like, oh, my mix doesn't sound very good. Push the button on the Sonic Maximizer, and it's like, oh, okay, that sounds like a CD. <laughs> um, so it, it does actually make everything sound surprisingly good. Yeah. Um, for 25 quid, it, it wasn't bad. But I think I'd quite like to try the, the little pedal ones because they definitely have been kind of optimized for a guitar plugging straight in. Yeah, definitely. Who is BBE owned by? It's not. I don't know. Is I it, think they're a company. Are they a company themselves, in themselves? Yeah. 
I thought they had like a parent company. I thought it was yeah. like the cool arm to like how you know like Dodd are the cool arm of Digitech. No, no, no. They're I think I. I mean, I mainly know them for the Sonic Maximizer yeah, from sure, like, studio yeah. stuff. So, yeah. I mean, if you go on their website, it, I think they make they make mixers. Oh, they actually BBE Sound in Inc. Also do GNL guitars. Oh, really? Oh. Maybe that's just like a distribution Founded thing. Founded in 1985 and a load of consumer electronic partners as well. Yeah, I think maybe it's that they're like, actually, it's the opposite, Jay, and they're like not the cool arm of anything. Right. They're okay. like the nerdy arm of stuff. Right. And then okay. they also do other in things. Fact, they make well. a lot of technology. Apparently, uh, manufacturers such as Panasonic, Philips, uh, Sony, and LG, and many others proudly feature BBE technology products in their televisions, MP3 players, telephones, automobiles, and more. It's probably that they've gone, that's Sonic Maximizer. When you turn that on, sounds good. Can you just build that into the TV and just leave it on all the time? Um, it's Can you prob- build that into my car? Yeah, I basically, my driving's rubbish. I want to push a button and my driving's bare. Um, if only it could do that to my guitar playing, that would be excellent. Um, shall we've, go. we've got a little bit of time left. Should we um, said that we we're going to do more questions on the podcast from now on, so should we dive in some... Questions. That one was okay. Okay, that was okay. You only make you do that once. Okay, good. So it's um, good. yeah, it was good. It was good. So it's really, it's tiring. It's really hard work. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I think we might have broken Joe Brenton. Joe's life doing voices, so he's sort of like it just comes naturally to him now. Yeah, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a bunch of people listening on. to this now, rolling their eyes, going, "Oh, it's really easy." Tell you what, next time. Next time you're by yourself, because it would be a bit embarrassing to do it in the office or on the bus or something. Next time you're by yourself, try and do try and do questions. How okay. I nearly did so it. So this one, this one's for the audience. Okay, okay, so it's time to dive into some. Okay, so first Thanks. up, Gerd says, Hi guys, looking for a really loud but really portable combo amp with a good clean tone, preferably Fender-like in terms of tone. Any suggestions? Um, J Cross. <laughs> how many years have we been saying it Gerd you need to go back to 2013 and listen to every podcast we've done uh, firstly under the GAC Guitar Shop podcast banner and uh, also the Guitar Nerds podcast and you will hear pretty much every week we have said that if you want a small portable loud Fender amp you should go for the Fender Blues Junior, baby. Yes, I think we should have been. Fender should have given us a Blues Junior by now. We must have sold X number of I, Blues Juniors. I reckon. I reckon there was a period of time when I when when we were working at GAC. Um, when we were working at GAC, like we could look back through the um, the sales that had happened recently. Like the last, you know, we could choose a, a period of time and see what had sold in that period of time by product and like. I remember very specifically going through and having a look at how many Blues Juniors had been sold over like a three-month period. Yeah. And like the majority of them were sold by me. Yeah. Like I, Blues Juniors and uh, Baja Telecasters, there have got to be like, I reckon I sold at one point, like, I mean, I don't know because I don't know how many they sell, but I sold bloody loads of them because... I absolutely loved them and I still love them and I still think that whilst you can't get those two items for under a grand anymore if you could that'd be the best thing that'd be the best thing you could buy for under a grand Fender Blues Junior there's there's a lot there are things that you could say are wrong with it the drive isn't 
great. But he does say he wants a good clean tone. Clean tone. In that case, don't worry about it, man. Go and buy a JCM Elator. Yeah. No, JCM... 800 emulator. What's it called? The Pedal Pal Effects JCM 800 emulator. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, but maybe if you just want clean tone, don't worry about it. Just get... I mean, it's worth saying that Blues Junior is 15 watts, but 15 watts, all valve, they so are loud. very loud. If they're not quite loud enough for you, then obviously the next step is the Deluxe, yep. um, which is the Hot Rod Deluxe, the Hot Rod which Deluxe. is 40 watts. Um, and that is really loud. And the drive sounds better in that. But I would say, if you're going to spend that much money, which is nowadays, I don't know, there must they must be 800 quid. Yeah. Maybe more. I, so I, I, I bought a um, Fender Supersonic. I had a Fender Supersonic 22 for ages until I lent it to my mate's band and it got... It got Crushed. It got, yeah, it got mashed. They, I, the insurance paid out on it, so it was fine. But... Um, that amp was amazing. Yeah, was so amazing. Two channel. The um, the clean was um, was wonderful. The drive was was the best Fender drive I think. Mm-hmm. Other than like if you wanted to go really like weird precision drive, which Fender did with like the machete. Yeah, that was their sort of like boogie alike. Wasn't yeah, it? That was a weird one. Wasn't it? it was a really weird amp. But for me, the best Fender drive was um, in the Supersonic Twenty Two. So if you want something that's a bit more versatile, go for that. I mean, they are more like a grand nowadays, I think. But um, Blues Junior, just the just what a great amp. Mm-hmm. Matt, can you think of anything else that you want to suggest? Uh, can I put in my one uh, one allowed Roland shout per per podcast? Yes, you can. This is your one chance to drop an R bomb. Um, just uh, go out and try the um, Roland Blues Cube Hot. Because honestly, I plugged it again in the office again the other day, and I was like, it sounds so good. Thirty watts down to half a watt if you want to use it at home. Um, it's basically based on a on a Fender Bassman style circuit. Simple to use. It's got reverb. Obviously, it's it's all solid state, but it's analog input and output. Um, if you want something a little bit different, you know, we we did a video on it, and I always think they do sound good, but not many people dare plug them in. So that's my rolling shout for the week: Blues Cube Hot. Um, I'm also going to throw into the mix because I use the um, Hughes and Kettner Tubemeister Five at home, but I know they do the 18 combo as well. Is that yep, right, Matt? That's right. Um, if and you want, one, sorry, you cut out there slightly. Um, yeah, the Tubemeister is a. Uh, it's eighteen. Is the next one up from the five, right? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Very, very different. I think they. Go on, Matt. I was going to say the they do quite. A, they they still make the eighteen, don't they? they do a thirty-six deluxe now, which are actually still reasonable value for money the as well. The Grandmeister. Yeah, I think they also do. Bizarrely enough, they do a Tubemeister. Tubemeister 36 and they do a Grandmeister yeah. oh right uh, I think the yeah, Grandmeister's yeah, yeah, got yeah. effects the 36 doesn't have effects yeah yeah, yeah. so um, very different clean sound um, a lot more kind of modern very precise sounding whereas obviously the Fender's got a bit more of the kind of valviness about it um but yeah, both uh, both really good amps. Obviously, with the Tubemeister, you get the benefits of things like the red box output. So if you want to do home recording, you can do that. And uh, it's also got variable output, I believe, the 36, which the 5 doesn't have. So um, yeah, also worth checking out. But I mean, it's Blues Junior, basically. If you want something loud, portable, fendery, clean sound, um, go to the source, man. Go straight, direct. Get a Blues Junior 
pumped into your veins. The bloody um, best, man. It is the bloody best. Um, G- uh, Chris says, started watching old Blink-182 vids and live sets while down a YouTube hole. Can anyone tell me why Tom DeLong, but also Mark Hoppus use capos on a lot of stuff? Jay Cross. I don't know. I assume it's because he didn't want to... I, I assume it's probably that over the years they started playing them in a higher key well, no, and they didn't think, want to learn how to you play think it differently. You think they'd play down over the years because your voice tends to get lower over the years rather than higher. Yeah, but if you sing more, then your voice tends to get higher, doesn't it? Like, Does it? Yeah. No, no you struggle to hit high notes not as you get older. If, not if you are good at singing and warm up and stuff. Yeah, uh, no, you do. Generally, it's kind of thought that you, you, you still hold the low end of your range, but you've failed to get to the top. I personally think it is... Um, that well I don't know I know Mark Hoppus used a lot of chords and stuff on the bass yeah. so I think some of it is down to that I also think that for Tom DeLong, like maybe because he does yeah I've seen him use a capo when he's been doing like the what's my age again intro that's allowed him to do some yeah. more open stuff going on um, but I guess yeah generally it will be that they've written a song in one key and then gone to play it on the record and it's like oh actually we need to capo up on this um, yeah that would be the reason just yeah for for vocals and stuff but yeah i mean maybe it's also like over the years they're just like playing in a different key i maybe? guess so yeah um maybe they thought if we play this song in this key we can then go into this song and then this song yeah maybe there's some change guitars some and stuff element of that it, yeah it could also be that it could be um, they didn't want to change guitars or change, didn't have time to change changing guitars. guitars on set maybe yeah. like if you're say the next song is in like a you know a D standard um, maybe it's easier to do that capo on the second fret so your guitar's in E yeah um, and then, and then take the capo off for the next song it's probably that actually I'd imagine because you don't really want to be changing guitars every song if you're doing different tunings and stuff like that don't be so experimental well, exactly. Just get do so. The Blink One Eight Two chronology goes: Cheshire Cat, yeah, Dude Ranch, yeah, Enema of the State, yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah, three are- fantastic albums, um, and then see, and then and then they went back to their pa- home take, planet. Take <laughs> take off your pants and jacket. Is a great. No, record. it is not. It is a hundred percent not. It's there's got- some there's some howlers on that, but there's. It has the rock show, which is it's, the it's, second best Blink One Eight Two song after the best Blink One Eight Two song, which is on the next record. No, 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 the no, song no, Feeling no, this. no, 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 no. They after that, their home planets <laughs> needed them, so they went back to their home planets. Um, Was the original drummer? Did he get called back first? Scott Rayner. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, after Dude Ranch, it was like, oh, the home planets calling. Let's get some dude from Wait, the Aquabats. Yeah, Blink-182. I have no idea. Yeah, I've tra- never listened to enough, enough of Blink-182 Tra- to uh, Travis, really know. Travis Barker Whatever was on Kerrang! was what I listened to, and that was it. He's not the original drummer. A guy called Scott Rayner, who they booted out for uh, personal reasons. He loves that. Um, yeah. He loves yeah. That he's not a multi-millionaire. He probably still is, I'd imagine. I think he's got writing credit on like the first two albums. So oh, I'm sure he's doing all right. Yeah, I mean, Dude Ranch sold... A- plenty of copies i think i'm sure he's doing okay so you know there's that Fair was enough. a similar thing with the offspring the um the original drummer he's not um, the original noodles someone the, else played noodles before him <laughs> no, yeah yeah no the original drummer left after the first record um 
which must have been gutting because then obviously the third record became the biggest selling independent album yeah. of all time but I did I, this was about 10 years ago I did some reading on it he left because they're all like super smart like yeah. Dexter Holland's got Dexter Holland and Noodles have both got PhDs yes yeah. um, and the original drummer had a PhD how did they find time to do a PhD well, I guess it's just in the van a lot I punk, don't know punk rock songs are really easy to write well yeah there's that but the original <laughs> drummer didn't continue being in the band and went on to become one of the United States leading gynecologists wow there we go two exciting careers absolutely <laughs> but no that's that's true I think so anyway um, with that I think we should uh, we should wrap this up um, there is actually one question I did want to answer Troy said what happened, ever happened to fun for a ton which is going to be or we touted as a series where we all get £100 out of the Guitar Nerds kitty um, and we uh, try and buy a guitar the best guitar we can buy for £100 um, oh, wait it's just, not coming out of our own money anymore no, no, it can come out of well, the guitar. Well, that's the thing. Is I, just don't, I don't think there is any guitar nerds money yet. So, so Patreon. Well, sign up for I mean, Patreon. Well, maybe. Um, no, we're going to take a hundred quid and basically see what guitar we can either buy or build for a hundred pounds. Um, that and then we're going to do videos where talk about why we bought the bits and where we're getting them from and a bit of a sort of video diary of our experience of fun for a ton um, and. Uh, it's on hold at the moment just because we haven't had any time um, but the plan I is actually uh, I did put a big uh, long uh, reply to um, to him on the Facebook group actually saying we are working on it yes yes some exciting news um, if you uh, well let, let's let's wrap things up we'll talk about Patreon first um, because uh, there's some I've set some Patreon goals on the Patreon page at the moment we're seeing- I saw I saw that is that not just for us, though? No, no, no. That's for everyone can see that, so they know. Yeah, I know everyone can see it, but does it make any odds? Yeah, I think okay. so. It tells people what we're shooting for over the next year or so. So, um, at the moment, we're sitting at, what, just over $500 a month, something like something that? Something like that. Um, and uh, so the Patreon, two Patreon goals I've set, $750, which, if we hit that before uh, January next year, we'll definitely go to NAM. Um, all the, four of us all four of us will go to NAM. we'll film video does content does Joe have to come yes Joe oh. unfortunately has to come most of that money will be for us to get Joe a separate hotel <laughs> um, so that he doesn't have to stay with us but the tier above that is uh, 1200 bucks, and with that that is going to guarantee that we get a Guitar Nerds HQ a premises for doing some filming um, and fun for a ton may happen before that it may require us to have some space to do some filming in so um yeah we'll we'll see and for those of you who don't know what patreon is patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds where for as little as five dollars a month you get an extra half an hour of guitar nerds content every week and there's actually a tier below that one dollar a month uh, means you get an ad-free version of this podcast um but five dollars a month gets you extra half an hour also gets you the mini series we're working on uh branton's ranton where joe bangs on about things he hates has just wrapped up um, and we've got another mini series coming for you very soon uh, something I think we're calling cross talk maybe oh, I don't know maybe something like that I, I think that sounds a little bit cross, cross fade I don't no, really want cross my talk name. sounds a bit like an Alan Partridge series yeah yeah I don't that's really want quite my name like, I quite it. like it though Jay's no that's also <laughs> my name cross chat cross I, if any, if any of those Oh no! If any of those monkey thought- tennis, <laughs> um, no. So this is going to be a you thing. Fussling we- with Chris Eubank, exactly. Um- <laughs> 
<laughs> so this is going to be the series where you talk to um, producers and uh, engineers about guitar tones. Yeah, something like that. I want to call it Youth Hostling with Chris Eubank. <laughs> Think it would be really good, really good. Um, so that's coming soon. What we can get off in a couple of weeks, maybe yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, so there's stuff like that. We've got some interviews coming up, Matt. You've got a load of pedal builders and people you met at NAM lined I've up for interviews. Seven, yeah, I've got seven pedal builders cool all across the globe, mainly America, uh, <laughs> who are going to come and talk to me about stuff. Awesome, quite good. and I've maybe got... Branton as well because. Branton likes pedals. So. He does. We've um, we've also got some cool players lined up as well, and some people in the industry and stuff. So all that stuff is coming. Um, I know we promised like maybe a couple of interviews a month, which we've not quite kept up kept up to yet. But as you can hear, Matt, he's got loads of stuff lined up. Jay's got his series lined up. I'm talking to some people. So loads of content on the Patreon channel, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. And our top tier there is for ten dollars a month, where you get your name read out thusly. Jay hasn't got the names lined up yet. He hasn't got the names lined up. Jay has not got the names lined up, but he has. Derek Rich, <laughs> Chris Connors, <laughs> Andy Joy, Steve Merkel, <laughs> Blair Toms, <laughs> Carlos Matcher, Andrew Marco, Mark Cross, JD Shaw, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Paul Gorgon, Jack Godfrey, Will Clare, Scott O'Brien, Matt Quine, Phil Thompson, Laurie Anstis, Move, grab it. Jay just read out the Patreon names. He did a good job, but not as good as Branton. Colin Anderson. There we go. Colin Anderson. Colin Anderson. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum and uh, you can tell us how good you enjoyed the uh, the or how good the Patreon uh, song was this week without Joe Branton the here. Patreon song the pat- it's like the poker rap yeah yeah exactly don't do the poker rap I won't next week maybe you should read out I the can- Patreon backers <laughs> in the at the same speed as the Pokemon rap I completely I, I caught them all this week I hate you I completed Pokemon Go I hate you Go. so much join it. the Facebook group where you can chat about stuff you can leave us questions for the podcast you can tell us how much you hate Joe Branton um, you can go to Instagram at Guitar Nerds Twitter at Guitar Nerds share the love um, talk to us about stuff um, it feels good to be back I'm really happy to be back on the podcast Good. I basically didn't talk Good. to anyone for two weeks and now I talk to you guys for an hour and five minutes and it feels good. Like busting. Busting makes me feel pardon makes me feel good. Pardon. Right, we should call it a night. Thanks very much for watching and we'll uh, see you next week. Bye gang. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 